It's actually not Seth Dunlap. Amos Morale the third, the significantly shorter Andrew Lopez. Uh than Seth Dunlap, who I am I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he's like seven three. I don't I can't say that for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's how tall Seth is. I'm glad you added that qualifier, because you're shorter than me, but I wouldn't say significantly. But yeah, a little bit. Uh but no, it's definitely about Seth. Uh, we're back here on the last lap we're hosting. We'll be with you 8 to 11. All right, well, for the next two hours now, let's bring on our next guest, Scott Alexander, host of Primetime Sports on CST and WLAE. Scott, how are you tonight? Guys, man, I am just honored that I was able to be a guest on your show. <laughs> you guys are doing fantastic. How you been? Don't, don't call it our show. It's Seth's show. We're just, we're just keeping the chair warm. That's all it is. You own it tonight, baby. Uh, Scott, how you've you've been around the New Orleans scene uh, for 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 quite some time. You you've had your your you know the pulse of the city for for quite some time. As much as as it is right now, has there ever been a time where you, you seemingly this much excitement about two separate sports franchises and how much fran- how much there everybody's excited about the Saints and are excited about the Pelicans at the same time? That is kind of crazy that you just said that because as I was you know, knowing I was about to be on a few minutes, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm not sure what topic we're going to talk about, but whether it be Tulane even, LSU football, Tulane football, especially the Pelicans' excitement and now the Saints, obviously, Super Bowl contenders. I was talking about that whole gamut I've never seen in my whole lifetime. I remember as a kid in the, in the 70s, if we had five wins, which I think only happened like a couple times yeah. until like the late 70s, it was time for a parade. Literally, it was a 14-game schedule. I used to live by Tulane Stadium. Three and 13 was kind of the average. Four and twelve, awesome. I mean, four and four and ten back then. Then five and nine was a big deal. And obviously the Jazz—they never had a winning season, yep. although they were close, they were close that second to last season. LSU was always pretty good. Tulane was every few years good. But this is the first time I can remember in my lifetime that all four of these had such right. high optimism. I mean, different goals, but still high optimism and excitement, enthusiasm. Obviously, Saints could. Saints obviously have Super Bowl talk. The Pels are. I mean, they. You're in a situation where the Pels could host opening night against the defending champions. That's insane to me how much Zion affects that. LSU is, uh, you know, a consensus top ten team, and then Tulane should be marching back to a bowl game. It's 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 a great time to be a, a sports fan in South Louisiana right now. It's just fun, isn't it? I remember 2011, that great great year. That's, I had just gotten back in 2012 after being gone for almost three decades, and I remember I was so excited. And then all of a sudden, Bounty Gate happened literally right when I got back. That put a cloud on things. And I've been to all training camps except this year. I've been so busy with rugby. But I've been to every training camp for the previous seven years and just watching the enthusiasm come back for the Saints. And then the Pelicans, man, you know, as much as we love Anthony Davis, and you were around him a lot, just a great guy. But let me just say this. The enthusiasm that Zion Williamson shows almost every other play on the court, Anthony Probably one game with Zion Williamson will add up to the excitement, the pump fist, the fist pump, the, the, the you know, just the, the exuberance that Anthony showed the entire time here. And I'm not talking bad about him. It's just going to be fun to watch Zion and his group to get it done here in the uh, Sweet the King Center. I mean, obviously a young group, but a group that should play fast, don't you think? It's going to be fast and fun. I mean, here's the thing. Don't – everybody, don't put any parameters on this. Don't put playoffs just – Watch this team grow together, and I love that they brought in a couple of vets. I love that Drew Holiday's back invested now that Dave Griffin's kind of called him the potential MVP candidate, but I just like the pieces for fun. I mean, listen, 
after they, they swept Portland, we all know that they were hoping for four, three, two, one seed, and they started with the injuries and things just fell apart. That kind of thing happens in the NBA. But this year, there's no expectations. It's just let's watch these kids play. Let's get that, you know, obviously you brought in a guy like Favors and Reddick to go along with Holiday. You got a little veteran leadership there. And who knows, man, eight seed could, could blow things up. And things happen with other teams. There's all kind of uncertainty. But we know the one thing, the West is strong. But I just say if the Pelicans just show improvement the whole season long, win about half the games, I'll be pleased. Yeah, I don't even think you – I obviously I think ideally you would like to make the playoffs if you're the Pels. Uh, that is obviously what you're shooting for. Obviously, J.J. Reddick's never been on a team that didn't make the playoffs. But it, like you were talking about, it, you don't necessarily have to, I think, for this to be a successful season. If you you go 42-40, and 40, you miss out by a game or two, but you show the improvement, I think that's still probably a successful season, right? Oh, it's big time. I mean, that's the thing. People always put the number on it. I remember, you know, when they were starting to improve each year, and then they were like, God, they're still terrible. I just watch the improvement in the way they play, even with the guys after all. You know, Drew was out. Obviously, Anthony was out. Just watching these guys that may not even play at all this year, just the way they improved through the season and showed enthusiasm and they worked hard, I just want to see that. Now you have Alvin's kind of players in here. He can actually coach them and not have somebody look over his shoulder, tell him he's doing this and this wrong. And he's got this one year. I know David Griffin loves him, has been around a long time. I, I am actually fired up much earlier than I've ever been. I mean, even after that 08 season when I used yep. to fly in from Atlanta for all the playoff games, that was fun. But this is just a different kind of fun. This is like watching these kids. I mean, you covered this whole thing. You covered the lottery. Yep. You covered the draft. <laughs> and you were amazing with that. Your coverage was amazing. Thank and you. you got to see it firsthand. And I just was, like, blown away about the hours you were working through the night. Trust me on this. But – Watching this thing grow and then being able to attract a couple of veterans and them wanting to come here, it's going to be fun to watch. Trust me. Before we let you get out of here, I know you've been big with the rugby lately, NOLA Gold and everything. Tell us a little bit about – I mean, I know, I know the season's over, but tell us just how, how rugby is kind of growing here uh, in New Orleans. I'm addicted, man. I mean, listen, I've been intimately involved for 27 years with NBA, with the Braves Major League Baseball support team, and even the NFL for a long time. And now I'm just – totally into rugby i'm still working with fox doing football games <laughs> in the fall with brando but this thing is the, the fastest growing sport in america i didn't know it was the second largest sport in the world it's fun we, we've triple attendance now we're going to move into right next door to the same facility we're going to go into uh you know the old zephyr stadium baby cake stadium and we plan to sell that thing out man it's going to be big it's going to be fun it's a fast-paced game, and it's hard to understand for one or two times, but once you get into it, you're going to love this sport. And now I can't – I even watch teams I've never heard of just because I want to learn more about it, and I love it, and y'all will love it too once you get to know it. I have a buddy of mine who's going to Japan in, a, I guess, a couple months for the, for the Rugby World Championships, and that's all he talks about right now. Can I say something about that? It's interesting because I, this will shock most people. That Rugby World Cup which I didn't even know existed until December of last year, is, the, is is more watched than the Super Bowl. Only the Olympics and the Soccer World Cup have more fan coverage and more people watching. And it's just that kind of blows my mind. But this is this shows you where it's going. I mean, New York and Toronto came in big last year. They were new in the league. Now you have Boston, Atlanta, and uh, Washington, D.C. And Atlanta, once they name their franchise, they're coming in next year. Atlanta put a big billboard in, and they want to get that St. Falcons robbery. They said, finally – the MLR, Major League Rugby League, has a 
has a team the South can be proud of. The shots are fired. <laughs> Robbery is there. We play them week two at home, so I can't wait. Appreciate it, Scott. Thanks for coming on, man. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Take care, buddy. Thank you. All right. That'll, we'll be right back here on the last half. That was Scott Alexander. But we'll be right back. Andrew Lopez, Amos Morale III, sitting in for uh, Seth Dunlap on the last lap here on WWL.